Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Well, happy Friday to you, JJ. Thank you. How's your week been? It's It's been pretty good. You know, <laughs> the... <laughs> The stay-at-home stuff has been um, continuing. <laughs> Indeed, everyone's maybe getting feeling a little bit cooped up lately, <laughs> which is okay. I mean, this is just kind of part of it, right? Yeah, um, it is. It is. We're spending we, a lot of time with our families. We a lot of time. Spending a lot of time with our families, which gives us a lot of trying to interact <laughs> with and think about <laughs> gives us a lot of material right yeah i've got <laughs> pages of notes um, but as you know uh you know i've got two uh teenage boys and a little girl and um the one thing that is somewhat you know sometimes amusing to me and most <laughs> more often kind of frustrating to me it's um uh, sometimes the boys say like the dumbest things right? <laughs> and this is just part of being a teenage boy um but uh well i've got a 20 21 year old and i can tell you it, it does seem to continue even into the early <laughs> 20s sometimes i feel like i'm still somewhere on that spectrum <laughs> <laughs> we'll tread lightly <laughs> towards the towards the bottom still but what i thought was like really interesting is like sometimes you know they're they're generally well-intentioned but sometimes they say things that you just think like what like it's so on like they just have such little concept of what's happening cause and effect you know <laughs> how their like their feelings are you know you can totally tell like their feelings inside and what they do externally are completely like not in sync in any way and and i thought like wow okay like here's a very easy example of like some humans that are not particularly self-aware right right yeah i, I but at least Oh, God. Oh, I know. I was going to say, at least you probably give them a little grace because they're your kids or they're, they bit. are kids. Because <laughs> they are kids, right? Yeah, because they are kids. But then I think like, okay, so we're kind of like in this self-awareness biz a little bit, right? We, uh -huh. uh, we want to help people with this. Like, how would I help, you know, these, these young men be a little bit more self-aware, right? Um, as a parent, like, how could I coach that? Um, but then I got thinking more broadly, like I know plenty of adults who <laughs> need a little bit of self-awareness, um, help. And, you know, we have this podcast, we kind of share these stories, but, uh, you know, just the idea, like, how do you help people become more self-aware? How do you teach people to be more self-aware? Yeah, that's such a good it's such a good question. And, and, um, and, and I actually, as soon as you started to talk about it and you said more broadly, I was like right there with you. And I started in my mind, I had like a, a Rolodex and I was kind of going through people that we both know 
and comparing like their level of, (laughs) I know I won't name any names. (laughs) I won't name any names, but there, there's a couple of people that you and I have talked about for a long time in which their awareness is absolutely not present. Yeah. Like they are beat them with a stick, right? (laughs) Yes. And then there's others where they're very self-aware, but they don't know what to do with it. Right. It's Mm. like, Oh, I feel this way, but I don't want to infringe myself. You know, I don't want to push myself on anybody or anything, but it does bring up an interesting um, question of how can you help people be more self-aware and, and, and do we have the ability the scope, the scale, or even the, is it okay for us to even think that we can teach people yeah. self-awareness? Because, you know, you and I have talked about how uh, both, we're both uh, self-help junkies a little yeah. bit. Right? Like we read all the books, we, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, and I was reflecting like, but did I actually learn any self-awareness <laughs> By this like academic approach to yeah like right right that discovery right and I I don't know that I did I probably learned a lot of uh you know psychology words but I don't yeah how it affected me and my own personal journey I'm not really sure well and I always think like for me when I was younger sometimes I had a hard time learning stuff and you know, now they talk about what's your learning style, you know, Mm. are you auditory? Are you whatever? Do you like to see it, read it, hear it? What is it? Um, And I think too, that a lot of times when we read books or we hear lectures, it's a theoretical approach to a very emotional and very sensitive thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I think even in the conversation of how do we teach people better self-awareness, I think that's a, it's a very slippery slope because for one thing, if people tell me like how to be, <laughs> my personality, and it's been like this since I was very little, I'm like, oh, really? You're going to tell me what to do? Oh, you are, huh? You're going to tell me what to do. Well, watch me do the opposite. Yeah. You know, like my dad was a vice president of a college and I gave him all, he, he was like, you're going to go to college. You're going to do this. And I was like, nope, I'm going to prove I don't have to. Like that was not me. That was not me on my best for, self-aware day. For no other reason to, than other than to just be combative or something. <laughs> yeah, to be a, I think snot is the word that I've used just to be a snot. But you know, that's interesting was when you think about self-awareness, it's like, um, first of all, when we're talking about kids not being self-aware, we always seem to naturally want to give them a lot more grace about it. It's like, oh, you know, that's okay. They're just, they, they have this desire or they, they're very immediate or they're just young or, Mm. you know, we have all these natural ways of, um, giving them, it's okay, right? It's okay that they, they don't have that because we are optimistic that as they gain maturity and experience that they'll become more self-aware as time goes on. At least we hope so. But with adults, I think it's even harder because I don't think we give grace to adults like we give to our children. No, you know, right? Us adults were supposed to know everything already. Yeah. And have so, matured and gone through, you know, all this and... And uh, yeah. I, I feel like adults judge adults a lot. 
quicker and harsher. Yeah. In a really, really harsh way. And so I, so I think like when we're talking about self-awareness, if we notice somebody that isn't self-aware, I would like to say that that's what we're doing is we're just noticing it, but I actually think we're judging it. Mm. I don't think we're just noticing it. I don't think we're being objective. I think we're being kind of judgy. And I think that that lens comes from ourselves. Like for me, I really am at least honest enough with myself and you in this podcast, no one else is listening. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone I'm being honest in front of everyone. Um, I think that the hardest part for me is when I see somebody that's, that's acting in a way that's what I deem as really unaware and dumb, just being honest with how I would think about it inside. And if I'm really honest and I trace that feeling all the way back in, it's because I recognize that in myself too. Hmm. Okay. You can't see something in someone else unless you two have it. That's a really deep statement. Yeah. That that one, that one like flips my thinking around it. Like I have to turn my brain around because that's not like the normal way. Yeah. So you said you, the, when you recognize something in someone else, when you see someone else acting in a certain way, it's more like you recognize that in yourself. That's a behavior that you've done you're currently doing or you've done in your past, you have some experience with that behavior. Right. So at least the awareness is big inside of you around it. So like, if, like, like if you see somebody being very abrasive or, well, let's not even use a really over, over the top. Let's just say we see somebody like seeking attention in a crowd. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're like showboating and, and you can clearly see they're doing that. If, if you recognize it so much in, in them, it's because that particular thing, either the having of it or the absence of it is very mm-hmm. strong in you. Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody being really over the top and you yourself have some of that sometimes, you'll, you'll, and you don't feel good about yourself when you do it, you're going to see that person and go, I can't believe they're doing that. Mm-hmm. If you have the absence of it, if you're a more introverted person and you watch somebody showboating, you immediately think, oh, I never want to do that. Yeah. Like that makes me so personally uncomfortable because there's some energy with that inside of you. So, sorry, I thought you were going to say something. I, I just think it's so like as we talk about like, so how can you help people be more self-aware like to me, recognizing our own thinking patterns around our own self-awareness is really like, for me, that's the only thing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's such a good example. Like the, I, the, the, the recognizing it in you and the recognizing the lack of it. I actually never thought about that. That, that showboating example is like really rings true to me. Cause like, that's not me but yeah. I recognize it right away. And I just mm-hmm. kind of think, oh, look at that person. That's ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. Well, part of me wishes I would go up there and do that stuff, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and may- maybe, and, but I just think it's like, and, and we don't even have to like judge it. We don't have to, this is a thing is we're so used to putting everything in a judgment. 
Like mm-hmm. we're so used to doing that. And, and the more harshly we're judging other people, in my experience, I feel the more I am harshly judging other people, if I'm really honest with myself, it's the very topics that I'm judging myself on really strongly. Like that showboating, you know, like I was in sales my whole life. And in order to be good in sales, you have to be real comfortable showboating. When I was young, I was over the top. And I, I was very well paid because I could be over the top. But a lot of it didn't feel right for me. It wasn't like me and my authentic self. I felt like I was pushing myself out of it. So mm. now if I see other people in and in they may be younger or less experienced or have less exposure to certain things that I've seen or whatever, and I see that showboat, I think, oh, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. That does not look good. Mm-hmm. So when you would come across someone who's, who's acting like that, um, you know, kind of in as a as a coach, right? Yeah. How, how would you go about trying to help them see that, right? Yeah. Or, or become aware that you know they are maybe acting a bit over the top or not really in alignment with themselves. Like, how do you approach yeah. that topic with somebody? Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. And like the first thing I would say like what comes up for me when you ask that is boy oh boy i would never ever want to just tell somebody like oh man you are over the top right <laughs> like i would not want to and you just like think of it yourself too like how many people have like gotten up in your grill and they're going to teach you something that they see in you you're not right, up for that at all right yeah <laughs> you know it's like don't oh, ooh, no i don't know i don't care if you're an expert go away <laughs> 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 go away I, I think that the first of all, I, think I asked, all definitely sat around and daydreamed plenty about telling <laughs> telling off that one person about how they're acting like a jerk at the office, right? <laughs> Lots of brain cycles been spent on the fantasy of it. And around the water cooler conversations right? yeah. probably yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> but you know what? The very first thing is like the, the two two things that I just immediately thought of when you asked the question. And the first thing is, is like ask them permission if they if you can give them some feedback. Mm-hmm. If you feel that it's appropriate and you feel like it's over the top, you feel like there's something that they would be able to benefit from but you are generally interested in their development, not your being able to dump your feelings with them. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about like, boy, I just recognize this person gets themselves stuck in this corner over and over and over again. And there's actually a pretty easy way for them to not if they just shifted 5% of something, mm-hmm. you know, like, so the first thing is, is kind of asking it, would it be okay if I gave you some feedback? And if they, begrudgingly agree or if they say no say no problem and let it go and that's absolutely fine like they don't want to hear that and they're maybe not ready or they already know it and they just don't want you to say something to them because Mm -hmm. it makes them really deeply embarrassed i mean yeah embarrassed like it might they might be aware of it and it's just uh yeah hard for them to control that action right yeah exactly a lot yeah and if you feel like you're close enough to this, like if you feel like that you're close enough to the individual and that you're very objective about how you would frame any conversation with that person and you're doing it for their best interest, not yours, mm-hmm. then I think that the next thing would be to explain it more like 
from your own perspective, if you have experience with that. Mm. Like as we were talking about like the younger salesperson, actually, you know what? I, I actually did this. I got called last week. A telemarketer called me. My very first job was a telemarketer job. <laughs> oh my God. Don't even get me started on the stories. But there's a very scripted way in which you do it that is the correct way, right? Mm -hmm. This person linked in with me on LinkedIn, looked at my profile, made a bunch of decisions about what my financial state was based on my profile. Mm -hmm. I answered the call and they said, hello, Melissa, this is da 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 We just linked in together yesterday and I sent you a message that said this. And he literally talked nonstop without me saying a single peep. And it must have gone on for almost a full minute. He read his entire script. And and I just thought, this, this is not a good thing for this guy. And yeah. so I said, may I interrupt you, please? And he was like, sure. And I said, are you open to some feedback? And he said, okay. And he sounded like, yeah, I mean, he was so yeah. excited that I didn't hang up on him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but in that example, I just said, I've done that job and it's a really hard job. And I really appreciate that you're cold calling today when everybody is having the anxiety they are about mm -hmm. finances and stuff like that. Um, however, the way that you went about that, I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. You literally verified that it was my name and then you just talked and I had no opportunity to have any impact in the conversation at all. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I, I just validated the situation first of all. You know, I said, I understand this is a really hard job and I really appreciate that you're trying to do it. I used to do this too, and it was very hard. And here's what I learned by doing it that way. People don't want to be in partnership with you. They just want to mm -hmm. hang up, <laughs> right? So I, I, to me, that's what it is. It's like asking, if, asking permission, first of all, with the person's best interest in mind and then offering guidance through your own, ex, your own lens, yeah. your own experience. Right. Share, share your story. My, my first question is, did you buy the deluxe set of Tupperware from him or did you, did you pass on that exclusive opportunity? No, but I got a great set of knives coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> but I like to think that I gave him something much more valuable than an order. <laughs> <laughs> a life lesson, maybe. Right. Well, how about, what is that? Well, how does that resonate for you? What did, what do you, do you do something different or what do you think about that? No, I mean, I, I agree that, you know, really like the best form of teaching this topic is by sharing stories. You know, like mm -hmm. I was saying earlier, like I read a lot about it. Um, but it really, until you and I start have started swapping stories about like, what do yeah. these different parts of self-awareness mean and what's my experience and what's your experience? It really doesn't start to, to yeah. shape in, in your brain until you, those stories go. And, you know, like I'm a big fan that like really stories are the way humans connect and share and I know, yeah. there's this more intellectual thing that we really like to, you know, be proud of ourselves about, like, you know, how intellectually and scientifically smart we can be about things. But really, when you get down to it, what what turns like 
something into true like knowing in in your heart a lot, yeah most of the time that is stories stories from other yeah people. yeah you're right and because stories allow i and you've always been so good about stories and i for me it's not only that connection piece but when you tell stories it allows people to go like you're saying is like that heart connection it's allowing them to go deeper into not just themselves but also a relationship with someone else in a level that is much more binding and a much more and much more authentic mm -hmm. and when people can get to that level of authenticity then their true feelings, thoughts, concerns, actions can come up where they're not feeling judged, mm -hmm. where they don't feel like, or, or where I, like if it's me, like if I feel like I'm connecting with someone more, I'm much, much more willing to talk about the things that I don't feel good about. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm much more willing to be more authentic about, well, yeah, this is how I've covered it in the past. Like, I've been really scared of not doing a good job here, but what I've shown instead is mad. Like I've gotten real mad with people, but I, you know, it just allows that real level of authenticity. I think I'd say vulnerability, right? Like yes. sharing yeah. story. You're able to share vulnerability, your own mm -hmm. vulnerability in a story a lot mm -hmm. easier than more like stating it in a fact kind of way. <laughs> right. Right. You know, Brene Brown has done amazing work on vulnerability and um, she did a TED talk that has just uh, catapulted her career um, on vulnerability. And I still listen to it. I mean, it was several years ago, but it is so true that vulnerability piece, the stronger, the, the, the more vulnerable a person can be is actually the stronger that the person is. Mm -hmm. And we always kind of think about it in the other way around. But if if our listeners are interested in learning more about vulnerability, she's a really, really good thought leader in that. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like um, I should share some of these, you know, self-awareness stories with my 13-year-old and see how that goes over. <laughs> I should probably expect great things, right? I'll do that with my 21-year-old and we'll circle back and see what happens. Perfect. I look forward to it. All right. Sounds great. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.